Hey guys, thanks for stopping by another episode of the SoBD Chat Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest with me. I know I say that every time, but seriously, <laughs> they're all special. <laughs> um, today, I have my friend <laughs> and soul sister, Clarice, and she is going to be sharing her from Fair to Fate story. So welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad and happy and honored to be here on your podcast. <laughs> so let's start by you sharing a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, mm-hmm. and why it's important to you. Oh, mm-hmm. who I am, what I do, and why it's important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Clarice Liana. That's what I'm known as on Instagram and YouTube. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I kind of give the behind the scenes to life how to live a whole life that you're happy um, and proud of. And um, I do a million other things. I'm a creative director, I'm an interior designer, um, and I do film. I do a lot of different things in the creative sphere, but they all center around storytelling, and that's what I am as a storyteller. Mm. And why is it important to you? Um, Storytelling is so important to me. Um, And this is something I've been like diving deep into um, because stories are the real way that people learn, get inspired, um, leave legacies, and um, gain knowledge. Stories are the makeup of our lives. And um, it's so important to me to tell stories and to tell also my story um, because I feel like that's why we were placed on this earth Mm -hmm. to share our story Mm -hmm. what's the point of experiencing a life and doing the best you can and accomplishing all the things that you can um if you're not going to share those memories um with the world so i think that's actually something that really drew me into your youtube channel which if you guys don't follow it already make sure you go and follow it because it's so good but i think it was the storytelling component that really drew me in like i remember one of the first videos i watched of yours where I don't know if you were in another country or not, but I know it was just like you had on like maybe like a silk or linen, like white something luxurious, of course, <laughs> and your hair was out and you were just giving us drama and just like twirling and it was just this beautiful scenery. And I was just like, who is this magical being? Like, I just was drawn in and like captivated by like your light, honestly. Like, it just radiates so much on camera. And I think, I don't even remember what the video was about. I want to say maybe it was about like, femininity or like vulnerability I can't remember but it was just like I was captivated by like the storytelling component of it Mm -hmm. even something like as simple as like a lookbook Mm -hmm. you even through that I feel like you tell a story like I Mm -hmm. feel like I am watching a person on a journey of exploration versus just like watching someone put outfits together Mm. it's like I really feel like you the thought and effort that you put into it so like I am a huge fan of your content like you know you post something I'm like standing in the comments like yes give (laughs) us drama (laughs) (laughs) but seriously like I'm truly a fan because it 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 strikes me every time like it's always something that draws me in and I'm just like yes like you just you, it's captivating. So, um, I, I'm curious to know Thank what you. you're welcome. I'm curious to know what really, what was the thing for you in your life that you were like, I want to tell this story, or like a moment where you felt like you 
or maybe now this is the opportunity to tell the story, but a moment where you felt like you, maybe you were becoming or you were changing or evolving, but you knew that that moment was not just for you, that it was something that you needed to share. Dang, girl. <laughs> You're having on a sensitive subject. Um, so a moment for me where... As it was happening, I knew that there was a, mm-hmm. like, this was for me to tell, or later, I realized. Either one. Either one. Yeah. Um, I'll start with one of the first, the first stories, um, kind of like one of the birthings of my channel, um, which I also feel like the birth of my YouTube channel was the birth of a new me. Um, yeah, but... Um, it's kind of a funny story, but it it's still very special to me. Um, was my second year in college. I um, was... Uh, yeah, my second year in college. Um, I applied to move into this apartment. And I didn't have a job. I didn't have no money. But somehow, miraculously, I got approved to move into the apartment and um when it was time for me to actually like move into the apartment like the day that I like move in move all my things pay my my first month's rent um I didn't have the money um but I remember um like the day before because all the way leading up until that point, like I was so excited to move into this apartment. Like I would like spend hours just like visualizing what I wanted it to look like and where I was gonna put my bed and what I was gonna do with all my things and stuff like that. Um, but I remember like the day like before, like I just didn't see, like there was just no way that I was really realistically gonna move in. Mm-hmm. It was like my dream, like that I had been like hoping for and like holding on to was like, it was just like, there was no way. It just was not going to mm-hmm. happen. Um, and I remember I just like, I just, it was, I was in my room and I just like freaked out and I just started like crying. And the first thing that I did immediately was get down on my knees and like prayer position, full blown prayer position. And I was just like talking to God and I was just like, God, like I am so tired of telling people that I'm going to do something and like even making a goal for myself and it doesn't happen you know like why like like why do i make promises that i can't keep why do i set goals that i can't achieve like why i feel like it was an ongoing thing you know like i just dream too big and none of my dreams are like actually happening so anyway um so i must have the courage to ask my dad to like give me half and then i'll pay him back and um, which I didn't expect him to do, but he agreed to. And so the day of, I had half, but I didn't have the other half of the rent. And I literally heard God tell me, like, pack your bags. Like, you're gonna, you're moving in. Mm-hmm. Pack your bags, pack all your stuff, and take your stuff down to the apartment like you are going to move in. And I was just like, what? Like, how? Like, bro. But um, I, I just did it. It was like one of the moments, the one of the reasons why I really love this story 
um aside from like you know the obvious things which is like well girl why didn't you save your money that's another that's another topic for another day but um one of the reasons why i love this story and why i feel like um it was a story that going back to the question right like something that i had to go through because it was something that i had to tell um was because there's so many nuggets in this story um number one i didn't necessarily deserve the apartment mm. right because i didn't prepare for it i didn't um to take the necessary steps to make sure i had the money even mm. though i had time even though i knew ahead of time that i was going to be moving into you know in that on that month um and so there's that right and then on top of it um the swift obedience that i had to god's direction even when everything else did, when it when it didn't make sense mm-hmm. right like i don't just i don't i don't deserve this i don't deserve to move into this apartment you know mm-hmm. because xyz but god's telling me to pack my bags and i am going to move in even though i only have half the rent mm-hmm. okay so i pack my bags i go down there and i literally show up to the apartment complex to the lady and i'm like okay i guess i'm gonna like barter with her like okay i have half can i pay the other half later or you know whatever (laughs) and she was not having it you know this is a business this is a corporate she's like girl bye like i need the whole rent whatever um so like after i embarrassed myself we me my dad and all my stuff is in the parking lot of the apartment building and um, I remember I walked out and I just started crying and I was like, oh my God, I feel so dumb. And I just looked, and the first thing I did was I looked up to God and I was like, what do I do? You know, like, I know you told me to pack my bags. Like I would not have done it had you not told me to do it. And literally as soon as I looked up to God and I said that my dad just walks past me and he goes in there and he like paid the other half and he just comes out with the keys and he's like, okay, let's move in. Right now. Like, because I've shared this story on my channel before, and like a lot of people in the comments are kind of just like, "Oh my god!" Like, you know, you're you're a spoiled brat, blah 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 blah. Well, one thing that people don't know, you know, my dad had to actually go and borrow that money, which I found out years later, um, from from a friend. You know, he didn't have it. It wasn't something that he just was like, "Oh, I'm just rich daddy coming to save the day." Um, and my dad's a, a fan of tough love. So, you know, like if I didn't prepare, it's like, that's on you. So the fact that this happened, it was a miracle in and of itself, right? So there's so many lessons in this story. The, the moment that I got my keys, it was 12 p.m. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, like I had been planning to move into this apartment for like the longest time. And like for like my, since my freshman year. Anywho, I had told my friends like months prior to meet me at my apartment at 12 p.m., to help me move in Mm -hmm. and that was something that I told my friends like months before like I had even forgot that my friends like I I told them to meet me there at 12 and at 12 o'clock was when I grabbed my keys so this whole story um was kind of like a like um like one of those stories kind of that just that show God's goodness um and show God's mercy show what favor is um and um, it was one of the first stories that I ever shared on my channel mm. and one of my most popular stories too, mm. because I think it was so jam packed with lessons. Like what 
faith looks like, right? Like believing in the unknown. Like mm-hmm. I had no idea what was going to happen when I got down there. I didn't know how I was going to pay the rent. I didn't know all these different things. And also the fact that I had the faith to tell my friends to be, meet me at 12. I'm moving yeah. in. Even though I really didn't know mm-hmm. if I was going to move in. But because of my faith. But because I believed that, you know, God said he would do what he would do. That, um, essentially, I would get it. I have a, a similar story about how I got this apartment. That oh, wow. I'll share at a later date. <laughs> um, but yeah, I definitely understand of like when there's so many layers to it, it's like you almost know that God is using this as an opportunity to teach you something, but also so that you can share what you're learning with other people with the hopes of like bringing people to Him, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think that's what it's all about. It's like when God is either challenging us, stretching us, or even blessing us is like to be used for his glory always. So I would love to hear about a time where like that part in your journey where you talked about like that moment where you felt like, God, you told me to do this. Mm -hmm. Why does it, why doesn't it look like it's happening? Mm -hmm. Like, are there, have there ever been other times in your life when that has happened? And maybe the blessing didn't come immediately, Mm -hmm. you know, or you didn't have that moment where it all worked out, but you were confident that God told you to do something and it didn't look like what you expected. With becoming an interior designer, my first job, um, it's kind of strange because my childhood home, it's kind of like the place where like the most faith is required for me Mm. somehow I always end up back there um but again I was just like the last story I was in my room and I was freaking out again (laughs) um because um it was like the holidays it was like Christmas time and I was kind of just like reflecting on my year you know and what I've accomplished and stuff like that and um and I was feeling really discouraged because it was, I was going also, again, going on my second year in college. And I'm very ambitious. So I have a lot, like, really big dreams for myself. Um, sometimes really unrealistic goals. But anywho, um, I, going into college, I wanted to be an interior designer. I made my mind up that I wanted to do interior design. I ended up going to a school that didn't even offer interior design as a major because my college professors told me that instead of going to an art school, getting into a UC is better because it's more credible, blah, blah, blah. So I listened to them, and I ended up at UC Riverside. And, um, yeah, with no interior design major. So a whole year went by, and I felt like I was wasting my time. I felt like I was wasting my money. I felt like I was wasting energy. Um, I was very unmotivated at school, and I was just like, I I was also undeclared. So I just felt like I'm lost, you know? Like, I had this plan, and I'm not doing it. Like, what? Like, God, like, you know, like, I... I thought that I was going to be a designer. Like, I thought that that was going to be, like, my trajectory. But now I don't even know what that's going to be. And so I was kind of just in that place of just confusion. Um, and and just not, like, I don't know, just confusion and frustration with, um, like, the advice that I was given and the direction that I was um, placed in, even though I had my own dreams, I had my own intentions. I wanted to go to New York. I wanted to go to design school in New York, but I was 
20 minutes away from home and you know so anywho so again i got down on my knees and i was praying telling god all this stuff so i had felt that way all throughout my uh, obviously my college experience but that was like a breaking point for me um and so yeah um but after that like after i had that like moment God kind of like silenced me and just kind of just reminded me. Well, not just remind, not reminded me, but he was just like, well, why don't you apply to a design job? Right. And again, it was like one of those moments where I had to like have faith again. You know, like I had to believe because I had no experience. I didn't, I wasn't even studying that in school. Um, like I did, you know, I did no experience. So it was just like, okay, great. Yeah. Oh, I'm just going to apply interior design job with like experience being what an avid tutor like come on seriously who's gonna hire me but um so I spent like a lot of days creating like the most fabulous resume fluffing it up making it look as you know flat fabulous as I possibly could and um so I just like up like applied to every single interior design job that I saw and eventually like it took a lot of time um, cause I remember like I, after I applied, um, I was like stressing, I was like checking my email, checking my email, checking my email, like did they, did they respond, did they respond? And then God was just like, no, I need you to surrender this to me. Like, I need you to let go of trying to control it and I need you to just send it and let it be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did exactly that. And it was weird cause I had the most peace after I sent my, like my last resume. Um, and I forgot about it. And, like, months go by, I'm in school, and, like, school had started again, and I get a call, one thing led to another, I became an interior designer. Wow. Just like that, I got hired. Wow. So, um, so, yeah. So, I love that you talked about how, at first, your energy around finding this job was, like, you felt like you had to do it, like, you had to figure it out and make it happen, but then you heard you had that moment with God where you were told to surrender. Yeah. So I'm curious to know what that looks like to you. Like when you surrender something, not just in that situation, but yeah, in, general, in general, if you are if you want something, you desire it. Like mm-hmm. I talk about manifestation a lot, but that's like mm-hmm. one of the pieces of it, right? It's like yeah. creating the vision, writing the vision, yeah. visualizing it, and then putting it out there mm-hmm. saying this is what I want. Like praying specifically about that thing and then surrendering to it. So what does that process look like to you? Mm-hmm. Um, I love this question because when I look back, um, it's kind of been the same. Like it's been like a kind of like, like formulaic a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so surrendering, I guess for me, is because I'm a very passionate person. So I'm very aggressive um, with the things that I want. Um, yeah, I am, you know, a Leo baby. So I'm like, I want it. It's mine. Move everybody out of the way. Um, so I had to, you know, you could imagine surrendering is very hard for me. Um, but um, for me, um, I guess my process with it is... I think it all comes down to um, your your faith, where you put it in and how strong it is, mm-hmm. um, and if you truly have faith in the thing that you want. Um, 
because essentially faith is surrender because the definition of faith is believing in the things not seen. So that means that you don't know how, you don't know when, you don't know, you know, what it's going to look like to get there every step of the way. Um, so you really don't have a choice but to surrender if you are to have faith in something. Um, and I think, yeah, and for me, my faith is bigger than everything else. Um, and I also like, um, I, have, I really like the idea of not having to work to get something. Um, so that's really attractive to me. Um, so sometimes surrendering is really not that hard. Um, but you know, you still have to do your part. You know, you don't just become like a lazy blob. But um, like, for example, I sent the resume. There's really nothing else you can do. Checking your email, that is not, um, it, I think we confuse that with like controlling or speeding up the process when re- in reality, that's anxiety. Yeah. And God did not give us a spirit of fear. God did not give us, you know, he gave us, you know, a sound mind. And a sound mind is knowing what you want, doing all that you could do, and then letting God do the rest. Um, And just, yeah. And I think once you experience it, I think that's why it's really important to go back and to look at the miracles that have happened in your life. Because you'll see that you, there was a moment where you surrendered. There was a moment where you're like, well, I've done all I could do. Now I'm just going to do my day-to-day, live my life, and allow God to do what only he can do. And that's usually my prayer when I surrender. It's like, God, I've done it. Now do what only you can do. That's always my prayer when I surrender with everything. So, yeah. Does that answer the question? (laughs) You definitely did. That was really helpful. Um, So, okay, I'm curious to, I would love to switch gears a little bit and focus on things that are happening now in your life, similar to what we were talking about earlier, right? Because you were talking about this journey of really exploring and almost like re-identifying yourself in a way. The identity of being an interior designer is not who you are anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, you've given that up in the pursuit of figuring out what is next Mm -hmm. or what God wants you to become next. Mm -hmm. And I would love for you to talk about just what that journey has looked like so far and what are some of the challenges, maybe internal, that have come up for you Mm -hmm. while you've been what you surrendered, you know, the idea of being an interior designer and you said, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going to, you know, figure it out, go back to school and figure out what that looks like. Mm-hmm. So what has come up for you in the process of doing that? When you first approached me about this, I was really excited to talk about it because I was right in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And now you caught me when there's like a whole chapter that answers this question. So that's what I'm going to talk about. And then there's the chapter that I'm in now, which I'll quickly talk about too. Mm-hmm. Um, but I quit my job um, as an interior designer that was working full time and I moved back home with my dad. So I went from living in a high rise apartment that was overlooking the ocean, having a full time job, living out my dream, something I prayed for. I literally have written down in my diaries to live that kind of lifestyle. But that whole time that I was there, um, for some reason, I was just really depressed. And 
I felt so conflicted within myself, like I, as if I didn't recognize who I was anymore.、Mm-hmm. I felt like, like I was, I was depressed. I will say that I was absolutely depressed, but in the sense that I. There was something in me. It was like there was something in me that was crying out, but I didn't understand the language.、Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what that was the driving factor to really lead me to quit my job、um, and to move back home and to start over. And there was this, this. Obviously, I did have some type of a vision. Like I wanted to tell stories. I love storytelling. Um, because, like I said, like that's one of the most important things to me in life is to share stories and to listen to stories、um, and to do what we're doing right now.、Um, but I know I wanted to do that. But my biggest problem, which is what after I quit my job, what I spent a whole year trying to figure out, was in what avenue do I want to do that?、Mm-hmm. Um, because one of my biggest,、um, I guess, like. I don't know what you want to call it, but one of the things that hindered me, I feel, from moving forward, was with my new found love of storytelling, was that I'm really creative in a lot of different ways. So it's like there's so many different ways I can do that. I can write. I can. Just like talk, I can just create videos on YouTube. But I'm also really good at like cinematography. I'm also really good at photography. I'm also really good at graphic design. Like I'm so good at all these different avenues of which I can do that.、Um, and like I was saying earlier, I'm really I'm a really passionate and aggressive person.、Um, so like with interior design, that was one singular thing that I could focus on that I excelled at. But when you're talking about Number one, becoming an entrepreneur, right? Starting a YouTube channel because that was one of my main goals. Was I want to do YouTube full time? That's what I want my career to be.、Um, it's like now there's so many different ways I could approach that.、Um, and so for like a year straight,、um, one of the first things I guess I didn't realize was that God really wanted me. To stop identifying who I was with what I did,、mm-hmm. and that was one of the biggest. I think it's still something that I'm still working on, but I'm a lot better. Because、um, it's like, oh yeah, like I was an interior designer. I had this. I had that. You know, that's how I, I would introduce myself, and immediately, you know, I would feel like I'm a little bit more prestigious and you know established. But it's like. For like a year, like people would ask me, like, "Oh, what do you do?" And I would feel lost, and then I would feel insecure, and then I would feel unworthy, and then I would feel like I'm just wasting. I'm feel like I'm just this void.、Um, so for a year, I think he really kept me in hiding.、Um, I didn't work. I didn't do nothing. I was just in my house, like literally. There's like a time, like a time lapse of me during that year. You would think that I was a crazy person because I was just like in my room. Just really talking to God and sitting in silence, talking to myself, just really trying to figure out who is Clarice,、um, and defining and understanding my value as a person,、mm-hmm. what I bring to the world, just as Clarice, not Clarice the designer, not Clarice the storyteller, not Clarice the creative director, but just as Clarice. And I think that concept is so taboo.、Um, 
that I think it still takes a lifetime to really master that, mm-hmm. you know, because you're always changing. Mm-hmm. Um, the essence of who you are is always changing. You're growing, you're learning, you whatever. Um, so anywho, um, yeah, so that year was literally just spent um, figuring out my identity first. And so now I'm at this new chapter because um, I worked through that, right? And I've established um, confidence in just who I am as a person, aside from how much money I make, aside from what I own, what I have. And I think one of the biggest lessons from that was having it all, but feeling horrible and empty inside. I had the fancy car, I had the fancy job, I had the desk, I had every single thing that as a young girl I thought was what was going to make me happy, but I wasn't happy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so God showed me what true happiness is, and that's just being happy within myself, who I am, and with him. And understanding that it's him who is the one that, like, establishes us, not a job, Mm -hmm. not relying on, you know, the person who writes your check, realizing that it's not them who writes the check, it's God who allows them to then write the check. He's the one who's actually in control of the wealth. He's in the one in control of the jobs that you get and all this stuff. Um, and he does not want you to be in a high position when you can't handle it. Mm-hmm. So I went through that process of, like, I guess, refining and tuning my insides. Mm-hmm. So that way when he puts me out there for the world to see that I'm not you know, bleeding all over people with all my you know, insecurities, but I'm secure in who I am. And so now I can step into position. Mm -hmm. So now I'm at a place where, um, because I'm still very creative and I still have a lot of different outlets that I could do all my things in. Um, but like I was telling you earlier today, I, um, I'm exploring all the different, avenues versus resenting them and I think that's what I was doing for so long and that's what like hindered me and I think I like what you said earlier I think in our video where you were saying how when you feel like um, like God's calling you to wear a different hat you try it on and then if it doesn't work then you take it off um, I think my problem was I was looking at all the hats and I couldn't decide which hat to put on have you watched that show the good place no oh it's a really good show but there's like a scene where this guy he is very um indecisive and he has to like choose between two hats to make it into heaven and he didn't pass because he couldn't choose which hat so that's how I felt that's what I felt like I was doing um with all the different gifts and talents versus embracing them and trying this hat on today and trying that hat on today and surrendering and allowing God to do the rest right because it's like I had these stories that I want to tell and um, I think I've been falling into this brand, branding culture that's all over the internet that I was so afraid to go outside my quote unquote niche mm-hmm. and to explore the different things that God is bringing up in me. Um, so now I'm in a place where I am trying on different hats mm-hmm. and then allowing God to use those different outlets to do his work um, while I enjoy this exploration process of which I told you earlier I wasn't really enjoying that well because I wanted to just be rich now but it's a process so yeah thank you for going into that God's word is true it's not going to fail you know like if God promised you a lifestyle and a life of abundance Mm -hmm. it's it's there it's just a matter of us 
elevating to that point to match that lifestyle and becoming the person that's required to maintain that lifestyle. But it's like, so we know that part is there, but now it's just like you get to kind of like play in life until you get to that point where it it suddenly like manifests into this vision that you have for yourself. But I definitely understand also being in it where you're like, it's just so many things. I could be doing this. I could be doing that. You know that. And I think what's also beautiful, too, is that now you have the awareness of what is not it. You know, like now you know that interior design is not necessarily it. And you know, you also know what you're capable of. You know that you have the ability to reach that level of success and even to exceed beyond that. Because if you did that when you were in your early 20s, like, (laughs) it's like, I can only imagine what is going to happen by you continuing to yield to God and then continuing to follow the breadcrumbs that he's presenting in front of you like if you feel that desire to write if you feel that desire to create a film or to create you to focus on youtube it's like i feel like it that is only going to amplify over time you know as you're growing in your relationship with god so thank you for sharing that Mm -hmm. i'm like i feel like i'm even more excited excited (laughs) now because i'm like with that color it makes so much more sense and i actually feel like i have forgotten about that part of your journey Mm -hmm. of like you having the interior design job and like that whole lifestyle but I also didn't know about the darkness of that yeah like I didn't know that there was this like depression that was tied to that um I'm curious to know from you how do you feel now that you are more aligned with what God is telling you to do like in this season God is calling you to take a step back and to figure out or to like explore these different paths Mm -hmm. so do you feel a difference in your spirit just by doing that yes (laughs) yes i'm like trying to hold my smile as you brought that up like that is the beauty of it because it sounds so dark right but um i've i don't think i've ever been this happy Mm -hmm. in my life like i'm genuinely like very very happy there are moments like as i was sharing earlier like when you were like aren't you happy to explore all these different things and i'm like i mean i'm not necessarily happy about it i just want to pick one and so i can just kill it and just you know be doing that but um i am still so i'm still so much i'm at peace because like i said i went through that one year of identifying who i am right so i know that my worth and my positive impact on the world is not um diminished because i don't have a title because i don't have a million subscribers on youtube because i don't make a million dollars a year like i am still making a positive impact just like you were saying on our video within the everyday which is being alive just being who i am being a sister being a friend being an auntie like I am still so valuable to this earth um and um but the shift that I feel just in my spirit is um, is crazy because, I mean, I, I, all I can say is that I feel um, whole. Mm-hmm. And one of my, like, whenever I, like, get down or upset about something um, and I'm sitting in my cute little studio now, like, God always just reminds me um, of the prayers that I would pray when I was living in my fabulous apartment. And the prayers that I would pray was to live the life, the exact life that I live now. Mm. Like I even have them written down 
And sometimes it makes me like cry to read the things that I was asking for, the things that I was praying for. And it was a consistent prayer, like all the time. Like I would always pray um, like silly things like I want to wake up when I want to. Um, I want to, um, you know, like I want to feel secure in who I am. I want to feel um, confident in just me. I want to feel pretty without doing my eyebrows. Like, just very little simple things. Um, and I'm literally walking in that now. Like, sometimes I'm like, God, like, how come I don't have no big old fan, like, some big fancy job? And he's like, girl, you didn't ask for that. Mm. You, you never said that you wanted to be living a super fast jet lifestyle. Right. You said you wanted to wake up when you wanted. And <laughs> you wanted to be able to do whatever you wanted with your day and I literally have that lifestyle and so whenever like there's moments where you know like Instagram will try to get to me you know Instagram is the devil no I'm just kidding um but it really is a double-edged sword because sometimes it can inspire you and sometimes it can hinder you making you think that you're missing out when in fact when you dig deep into who like yourself and you pull out and you extract what it is you truly want what truly brings you joy um it's not what people are putting out there you know like for example like me like I said I want to wake up when I want to and I have that um except for school but um but yeah so there's just a a newfound freedom in my identity and um just like a new perspective of on on who I am like I don't think I've ever been this confident this happy this um secure I I feel like this is the perfect spot to end it because that just gave me so much life (laughs) it really did like I'm just I am so happy to to witness that to witness someone feeling whole and to witness someone um expressing like how that darkness actually led you to that point like I think that is so beautiful and so empowering um, and I think it's going to actually help a lot of listeners. So thank you for sharing that so honestly. So where can people, followers, listeners stay in touch with you online? And is there anything in particular that you have happening, like your series or anything like that, that you um, are working on that you want people to know about? Okay, yes. Um, you guys can follow me um, at my YouTube channel at Clarice Liana. You can also find follow me on my Instagram where you get to see me be a little bit more ratchet. Um, um, my Instagram is also Clarice Liana. And um, one thing that I am starting is a blog. Uh, because like I said, I'm getting into writing and photography. So I was like, well, that's a great way that I can combine the two, right? <laughs> Um, so yes, you can also follow me on my website at clarisleana.com. So everything is Clarice Liana on every platform. And no, I do not have a Twitter. So please <laughs> do not look me up because it's going to be an old Twitter from when I was like five. So, um, yeah. RIP to Twitter. Apparently a lot of people still use it, but yeah, I'm no, like, let's leave it alone. 
So thank you for sharing that. Make sure you guys go ahead and follow her. I'll put all of the links in the description box. Also, we just filmed a video for her channel yes, for her yes. series called Jesus Christ. Let's talk. Yeah, and it is going to be a really good conversation. So if that is up by now, I will also put the link to that in the description of this podcast. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. If so, make sure you let us know by leaving a rating or review and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.